Good morning, everybody. I've got a question about preference, which I'd like to share with you. I think the question is well stated and very helpful if if uh, if everybody could hear it. And uh, I believe I can share a perspective that you might find helpful and, and also unusual from the perspective. And so there's an email that I received, and it goes like this. I have a question about preference a word I've heard you use in several recent TEM meditations when exploring different emotions. That has left me feeling a little confused. Perhaps you can offer some clarity. From my perspective, I feel that perhaps preference is a motivation of resistance against certain emotions and experiences. I can see that one way of living one's life is more functional than another, similar to how putting petrol in a diesel engine car and ruining the engine would be a dysfunctional action. I suppose one could say that the car prefers to receive the correct fuel. But then again, I'd imagine that a child or a pet would prefer to be loved and nurtured than abused. Although, on the other hand, things we prefer may not actually be functional and beneficial to our future selves. I'd imagine the majority of children would prefer to gorge on ice cream and fast food to eating their green vegetables. So I'm not sure. I look forward to hearing your response if you are drawn to respond. I believe the last, the statement towards the end of this sentence, of this question, shines a light really on the problem. About children would prefer to gorge on ice cream and fast food to eating their green vegetables. You see, preference is a, is a subjective thing. It's according to your feeling, your desire, what you want. A child gorges on ice cream and fast food because the, the scope of their vision narrows. In a lot of ways, what maturity means is the enhancement or the enlargement of a scope, our scope of vision, our scope of perception, so an adult sees a child throwing a tantrum. If we're mature as adults, we don't also throw a tantrum. We don't throw a tantrum because it's, it's narrow, it's small, it's not helpful. We know it's narrow, small, and not helpful. And therefore, because we know and have experienced and our spirits have developed to a certain degree, have matured to a certain degree, generally speaking, we don't throw tantrums. However, if we're being very honest, even as adults, do we not see other adults throwing tantrums? Do we not also throw our own tantrums from time to time? We stub our toe and we curse the universe. This, this smallness in that moment shows us how flexible, in a sense, we'll call our spirit is. In that moment, our attention narrows down to the small, smallest point. Our spirits become like a pea. And we get so angry and frustrated. We're cursing the universe. We're cursing ourselves for being so stupid. Well, maybe when we're driving our car on the street and someone cuts us off and we narrow down to this small, angry being and we throw a tantrum. It's not different than crying over spilled milk. Maybe the words we use, you know, sound justified. But what really is happening, you know, that idiot, you know, have you not accidentally cut somebody off in your life? Have you not rushed somewhere? I know I have. I know I have. And so in such moments, 
instead of feeling morally superior to the idiot that cut us off, we can expand our vision to notice the feeling of moral superiority and the ickiness that it really is. I mean, it's a kind of bullying. And that comes from insecurity. And it comes from a small spirit, not a gracious spirit. Now, we've got to be very honest with ourselves. Much of our behavior, much of our thinking in life is self-destructive. It is self-destructive. Maybe in the short term, we get a benefit out of it. It seems we get a, a dopamine high. We feel strong. But in the long term, we've undermined our future self. We've undermined our relationships. We've underlined, undermined trust for uh, in the relationship between our body and our mind. Our bodies won't trust our minds, and our bodies will start rebelling. Our minds won't trust our bodies. We won't trust ourselves. We'll look in the mirror in those moments, not of narcissism, not of self-grooming, but when we look to see the truth of ourselves, when we drop away the defense mechanism, the guard, we may not like what we see. We may feel, feel shame for how small we are. And so the question of preference will always be received differently from individual to individual. A person with a very immature mind or immature spirit will prefer the immediate gratification. The person with the mature spirit will see the long way, will see the big picture. And they simply won't be so attracted because they, un they see in the long game the ramifications of the short-term choice, which means self-destruction in the future. That day, that future day will come, and they know it. And they know this through experience. This is only intellectually understood. It's insufficient. It seems that it requires knowing through experience. I have known many extremely intelligent Genius level IQ people in my life. And many of them were not wise in this way. They did not see the long term ramifications of their choices. And they were overwhelmed by impulsive impulsiveness to eat this thing or that thing or to buy this thing or that thing. Our IQ doesn't solve that problem. It's the largeness of spirit that takes us in a healthy direction, a maturation of spirit. When we talk of the term spirituality, spiritual growth, what this really means in practical terms is maturation, true, whole-bodied maturation. To see the big picture and to cease, or let's say, betray ourselves less, to harm ourselves less, because we love ourselves. And because we know the consequences of our decisions are certainly coming. It's only when we have the magical thinking that believes we can get away with something that we're seduced by the immediate gratification. Now is the only thing that matters. And we'll have a future existence. And what else matters in this moment is the love you feel for your body. That matters. And that has immediate ramifications. If you treat yourself with respect, if you treat the world with respect, with love, with graciousness and clarity, appreciation, these things are obvious. You will harm yourself less often.
you will support others harming themselves less often. Reminds me of when I was young and having friends who wanted to get wasted. What was the purpose of wanting to get wasted? Well, losing control. That was the purpose, right? Rebellion to say, fuck it. Let's get wasted. They didn't feel so good about being wasted the next morning. Now, when we were young, we could tolerate that a lot better. But once my body got to about 28, getting wasted was no longer an option. The next day, I was dysfunctional. Some people could hold off longer. I needed to develop the experience to realize that there are true ramifications for getting wasted. There are true ramifications to overeating. There are true ramifications to eating highly processed food. There are true ramifications to lots of sugar and alcohol. There are true ramifications for self-absorbed love, obsession. There are true ramifications for gambling. There are true ramifications for speaking ill of people. There are true ramifications for disrespecting themselves. There are true ramifications for all the myriad forms of self-harm. We can partake in. What I see is if we truly love ourselves, which means spiritual maturation, but we can't truly love ourselves without that spiritual ramification. The reason being, we don't see ourselves fully without spiritual maturation. We don't see ourselves in the immediate as well as through the timeline, because we we exist both in the present moment and in projection towards the future. Why would you invest in your potential? Why would you educate yourself about anything? Why would you learn to read? Why would you learn to write? Why would you take care of your body? Why would you eat anything? Why would you drink anything if there were no future iteration of you possible? The fact that if you're watching this video indicates you recognize there is a future iteration of you that you are moving toward. And hopefully this video will prove helpful to that future iteration of you. The question isn't about good and evil. I'm a good person if I eat healthy food, and I'm a bad person if I eat unhealthy food. We don't actually live in a Star Wars universe. Instead, the question is one of love, of respect, of acceptance, of appreciation. Ultimately, trust, true trust between the mind, the daily window of perception, your egoic sense of self, and the body, and the totality of reality. It's about relationship. As all of these things play out in the moment and into the future, are we living in such a way that we will respect ourselves more as we move forward, love ourselves more as we move forward, respect, accept, appreciate, trust, all of that as we move forward? Or are we living in a way that undermines are we betraying ourselves? Are we harming ourselves? You might ask that question more often during your day. And with that, I'd like to introduce you to my website, richardlhate.com. There are 30 days of free TEM meditation available there, and there are many more advanced courses if you want to learn about love, respect, acceptance, appreciation, and trust. If you want to learn to ground more thoroughly, essential to ceasing to betray ourselves. Grounding is the key. 
if we want to live the fullness of our life right now as it flows into the future. I hope to see you there. Thank you so much.